Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave, I'm here with Amy, and this is our Banzuke episode coming at you a little bit late. A little bit late. We like to get it out normally <laughs> the day the Banzuke drops, but we've been a little bit busy. Yeah, we, we've had a few things on. So what what did you have? Oh, you had a work dinner on Monday. Work dinner on Monday yep. night. Uh, had a few beers yep. at that. Yeah. Did you have fun? Had a great time. Excellent. Yeah. Was that actually at a Japanese restaurant that I think we should go to? Okay. Uh, set menu. So the de- the decision making was out of my hands, which I quite love. Oh, I love that. Love it at a restaurant. I either like making the decision. So if somebody says, you know, oh, let's let's order for the table, who who'd like to do that? I I will often volunteer. I really like. I don't mind taking charge as long as it's all done quickly. But then. But then it comes down to quantities and how many yeah. dishes do you need and how big are the dishes. This is set menu. Yeah. They were taking care of it. They had a sahi on tap from oh, yeah. Japan. Nice. Frosty handle. Was a frosty handle. Which we've been missing. Yeah. Last time we were in Japan, 2017. One of the people at the dinner got a Heineken out of a can. Oh, no. <laughs> and, you know, I I don't want to be that person. <laughs> Thank but you. I looked so aggressively, my eyes flicked hard without my head moving I think I ruptured some kind of ocular muscle. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? A can of Imagine Heineken. The, the person taking the order, they're just like, oh, yeah, okay. No, I, I imagine they'd have to go out to the back of the storeroom and dust off an old six-pack of Heineken. <laughs> it's not even the best beer in, uh, where's it from again, Holland? I don't even know. Well, I've been to the Heineken factory. Okay. What it country a, were you in? <laughs> yeah, it, it would seem like you could ask me that question, but Dave, I don't know if you know, but I've been to a lot of European yeah. countries. Yeah. So, right. Okay. You know, Europe. it, it was town. one of those. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Holland and it was a really good tour. You know, when you go to a brewery and you get the tour. Did you see a vat? I saw a vat. Oh my God. And at the end you got like, sometimes you get given a, a, voucher for like one free beer. I think at Cascade in Tasmania, oh, yeah. for example, you get yeah. one free beer and you get to pour it yourself. I think you get to have a go. That was pretty fun. We did that together. Actually. Yeah, it was really good. But here you got three free beers at the end of the Heineken Gee, tour. that's good. But I they can't were, imagine but they do that anymore. They were Heineken. So that's, well, that's uh, right. a disadvantage. And is there more than one type of Heineken as well? I they think must there's be. just like <laughs> Heineken, Heineken. Or is it just three Heinekens? <laughs> The worst bit is when they make you smell the hops and you're like, oh, God, we've done this at every brewery tour. <laughs> Where did we do that? Because we've been the Foster, No, the Carlton United. The Carlton United Brewery. Yeah. Actually, I had a great time on that. That was great because we had a lunch at the end of it. Yeah. Um, which was which was really yummy with mini burgers. What are they called, mini burgers? Sliders. Sliders. Right. They had so really yummy sliders. You might have noticed we are pivoting the podcast away from Sumo and towards more... <laughs> <laughs> beer food talk. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm, I'm even looking up the Heineken factory now. Yeah, all right. It's it's Holland. It's the Netherlands. So okay. that's, that's good news for me. My memory is still functioning to some vague extent. Okay, well, I'm not even going to try to attempt a segue here. No, no, no. July. 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 <laughs> well, the segue is that... Um, no, actually, I don't There's have one no... either. It's the end of June right now. We're about to click into July and we have had the Banzuke for the Nagoya Basho. So we return to our old favourite, the Aichi Prefectural 
gymnasium. You have lived in Nagoya for a little bit. Yep. Oh, I mean, I've been on record as saying it is the least interesting city <laughs> in Japan. But but the gymnasium is right next to the castle, right? So we often see some beautiful shots during the coverage. Yeah, the Nagoya castle is quite uh, beautiful. And this time of year in Japan, it's it's hot. It's hot. It's very, very warm. It's Atsui. looking very dry. It is. I was talking about it in my Japanese lesson with my, <laughs> my teacher this week and telling her how, how hot Nagoya was going to be and how sweaty all the ricochet were going to get. Yeah, absolutely. She was like, please stop talking. <laughs> um, uh, Nagoya, yes. Yep. It's a city in Japan. Now, we, we know that uh, COVID in Japan is starting to let up. They are... Um, Recording quite low numbers, especially yeah. we've been keeping a close eye on the numbers because we have tickets to Japan in yeah, September. September. They they are, I think I could say that they're having a very cautious ex- exit from COVID restrictions as they have them. Of course, uh, within Japan, you know, they've been asking for people's cooperation, but they haven't locked down. Mm. They haven't really, they've curtailed opening times of yeah. uh, clubs and bars, but in very encouraging news, uh, this month, uh, Japan is trialling, uh, allowing supporters to scream at soccer matches. Internally? No, externally. Externally. They've, yep. Wow. So just going for it. Yeah, just going for it. So, I mean, look, this is signs that, uh, you know, Japan sporting uh, organisations are starting to think we need to get screaming back. Mm-hmm what makes sport exciting. If it was your first, first scream at the sumo, the oh, first look. one back, the first one you're allowed to do, you, you'd been living in J- Japan and yeah. you hadn't been allowed to scream. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't even believe you're asking me this question because you know what I'd yell. Reunion! <laughs> <laughs> it would have to be just to honour. But like, I, I think also, um, we can't discount that people will be out of practice. Yeah, rusty. Yeah, a bit rusty. And I think that while, you know, I think people are going to go too hard too early mm-hmm. and we'll probably see this and get some research that comes out of these soccer matches. Soccer goes for 90 minutes, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, it's a long, long time. It's a long time to be screaming. And then if you have penalties or, yeah, you know, the golden goal or whatever. And I think the same thing's going to be at the sumo. People might be a little bit too hoarse after Jurio <laughs> yeah. and have nothing left in the tank for Makuichi. Yeah, that's right. And then when they allow drinking back in the stadium, I think uh, we're going to see a lot of people just asleep Jeez. in the boxes. Yeah, well, again, yeah, match fitness is out the window. I think so. Mm, interesting. Well, hopefully there'll be some external screaming at the sumo soon, if not in Nagoya, perhaps later in the year. We have been treated to the Banzuke and once again, you and I did not do guess the Banzuke. No, we didn't. We had a brief period of time where we were super into it mm. and now we're just like, let fate happen. Yeah, I think it is fate. Let it let it just come out in its own weird, wacky and wonderful way and we will be on board with the results. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I do think that we've slipped into the role of interpreting the results rather than trying mm. to predict them because predict them is a fool's we, game. We we bring you a new perspective. Everyone does guess the bands, okay? Everyone's mm. talking about it weeks and months ahead of time. We just let it flow well, through us. Well, you would say that we're the only uh, Western sumo commentators who are brave enough to say that it's too hard. (laughs) 
and it leads ultimately to disappointment. Well, there were tears when we did it. There were tears. tears there was a small shouting, amount of shouting. External screaming, <laughs> internal screaming. We very often, but I think we might have had <laughs> even had a couple of fights. Uh, well, I don't know about that. No, I mean, I was we right. Were fine. We oh, are, I see. Well, we were, I was right in the sense you can have five Komasubi. <laughs> <laughs> Not this time around, it turns out. There was a big call I did see. I mean, I do read a lot of the, the Banzuke yeah. hopes and dreams of people. And I know there was uh, a lot of wishful thinking for more Komasubi slots to be opened up. So why, why don't we get into it well, and we'll find out all Yeah, well, let's let's cross that bridge when we come to it. Let's start at the top of the table. Yep, it's Terunofuji, the Yokozuna. And he went 12 and 3 and won the Yusho in Natsu. Can he do it again? Yeah, I think he absolutely can. And he, there's no doubt Terunofuji Fuji had a shaky start in May, but it's just the quality of his sumo at the moment. Yeah. He's going to last the distance. Yeah, he might drop a few. He's probably not going to be posting any Zen, Zen show Yusho anytime yeah. soon. Yep. People will beat him, but he is just so consistent. It would be his eighth Yusho, it's his sixth basho as Yokozuna. And yeah, as you mentioned, that that really shaky start where we called for him to, I don't know why I keep well, it wasn't us, it was it? No. It was it Grand wasn't. Sumo Breakdown, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Sumo Kaboom, <laughs> they did it as well. Yeah, Sumo Punks, did. everybody did. They everyone wanted him did. to leave. We stood firm. <laughs> we uh, believed. Sorry, Turner Fuji. He came through, though, with seven wins mm. in a row at the end. He just yeah. looked so dominant and he was just just pushing the boys down. He's also got a big squad at the moment with him from Isagahama. He's got Takarafuji, Teretsuyoshi, Midori Fuji, Nishiki Fuji is um, Shin Makuchi, and then there's a Tami Fuji just like slowly yeah. approaching Makuchi as well. Takarafuji, bad form. Teretsuyoshi, bad form. Yeah, those Midori two. Midori Fuji, <laughs> middling form. I don't know why I put those two first, mm. actually. It's it's Nishiki Fuji <laughs> and to a bit of a lesser extent, Midori Fuji, who are the ones um, showing people how it's done. And Terunofuji. Of course. <laughs> Let's move on to the Ozeki now Takakeisho. Yeah, mm. yeah. So there's a problem in the Ozeki, mm. but it doesn't necessarily lie with Takakesho. He's coming back <laughs> still from this neck injury. He hasn't talked a lot about it, but he's he's kind of starting to. He's he's opening up. He's opening up. Mm, it's healthy. He's letting us into his world, and he pulled off a a kachikoshi. Pulled off an eight seven. Yeah, a, a heroic effort really needed those wins on the last two days, and he did it. I mean, just when you write Takakesho off, mm. you are reminded of how, for someone so young, he can be so mentally tough yep. and perform under pressure. Yeah, he's so young. I, I just always forget that, and it's really impressive from him. He has been training at Adahaya because the some other big news in between uh, Natsu and now is that Degeko is open again. So that's a training that when you don't have many other <laughs> sekitori at your station or none, uh, like um, Mitakumi, for example, you're allowed to go to other stables and practice with other people. So you rock up and you go, I'll fight all of you, please, and see how you go. They often post the results on their hey, social media pages and stuff like that. So Takakesho has been doing a bit of that. And one of the days he did that, he was interviewed. They always try to speak to him. He usually doesn't say much, as we said, but this time he said, he, he commented on his his neck injury and, and that he likes to go forward at the touchy eye. And he said, the day I get scared of hitting my head at the touchy eye, hitting with my head at the touchy eye is the day I retire. I have 
two knees and two elbows, but only one neck. As much as you're careful, injuries happen, but I'll be gamberising while being extra careful. Oh boy, there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Yep. Firstly. Yep. Okay, well, let's just take the first statement. The day I get scared of hitting with my head at the touchy eyes, the day I retire. He's not a head merchant at the touchy eye. He likes to throw the arms out forward, hit hard. Yeah, but his arms are tiny. Yeah, He's true, got dinosaur true. arms. He so does. Okay. Not that all dinosaur arms are tiny. He's got T-Rex arms where, you know, they can absorb a blow, but he, you know, he puts the top of his body mm, down and mm-hmm. charges in. Well, it's true, actually. I mean, in actually, his it, mind he does, obviously, because yeah, whether no, or not no, it I mean, looks like it, I guess, right. in his mind he feels like he's leading with the head, I guess. Yeah, and I, look, he, he, you're right. He does throw it down. Um, do we know anything about his background in anatomical or uh, sports sciences? Because well, he's, guess, look I'd at the, the insight here. Two knees, check. Oh, yeah. Two elbows, check, but only one neck. I mean... It's amazing. Wow, it's amazing. I mean, I've never what thought I was going to say it. is it's better than us and our well, knowledge of anatomy, which we've well, shown true, over the years. It's true. He doesn't mention how many ribs though, so, <laughs> or teeth. Yeah, he, he doesn't delve into into that territory, does it? I'd, I'd mm. love to, maybe my first question if I was interviewing yeah. Takakasha would be, you know, how many teeth do we have? Yeah, well, you're right. He's picked the low-hanging fruit, <laughs> knees, elbows, neck. I could have told you that. <laughs> What about bones in the hand? Oh, come yeah. on. Crucial. Yeah, that's the stuff that would really, really impress me there. Yeah. Um, and then I, I guess he'll be gumberizing while being extra careful. To me, they are two mutually exclusive things. Yeah, that's right. And that first statement, the day I get scared of hitting with yeah. my head, plus I'll be gumberizing while being extra careful, that doesn't work. I think he has to choose one <laughs> or the other. Yeah. I think he has to... Um, adjust his touchy eye yes. or he has to keep going in with the head. And I feel like from that, he'll probably just keep going in with it. But if we, if we zoom out a little bit, mm. I th- the fact he's talking about his body as a instrument, as a tool that he relies, relies on for his sumo and that he's, he's a fallible yeah. uh, ricochet. Yeah. We've never seen this kind no. of emotional vulnerability before. He's really opening up. That's true. Mm. I also don't think you can say you have two knees and two elbows, but if one of those is bad or in oh trouble, God. you also can't do sumo. Like you've basically got one set of knees and if part of it goes. Well, I disagree. I mean, Terunofuji has won show with only one knee <laughs> working properly. He's got no properly. knees. <laughs> Biologically no speaking, knees. he doesn't. Yeah, right. Okay. Oh, well, there's a lot in there. Yeah, wow. I know. I, I feel like we've only really scratched the surface. I guess when Takakesha goes back to study... Like yeah. many Rikishi do, yeah. he can do his PhD on, on you know, anatomy and, well, and, ha- I, and the touchy eye. I would say it's probably a layer above that. It's the philosophy mm. of anatomy. Mm-hmm. I what think having he's... two knees actually means. Exactly. Oh, Takakashi is so wise. Yeah. Beyond his years. And then just this statement, injuries happen. Oh. I mean, <laughs> If that's not a... Do they ever at 44? I mean, they do. He's right. <laughs> 44, exactly. Oh, boy. Well, we could spend all night on this. We should move on. The other Ozeki, we have Mitakumi on the west side. Yep, he is Kadaban. Now, he went six and nine and he he really didn't look great. He beat Short Eye, but he couldn't beat Takakesho or either of the Sekiwake. 
but we've finally been provided with a reason. And this is another example, I guess, maybe like Takakesho, of some information actually coming out for once. So he's come out and said that he injured his right shoulder on day one Ouch. of the Natsu Basho. So he competed for the rest of the time with what sounded like um, quite a major injury. That match was against uh, Takayasu. He won it, but he was injured enough to now not have done any practice at all in the lead up to July. It does make that 6-9 that he posted seem quite impressive. Yeah, then. actually, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. But the fact he hasn't been practising uh, makes me think this injury is quite serious. Yeah. And his Karaban, I'd hate to see him drop. Yeah. I've got to say, I feel like he has been a consistent presence there, has not been Karaban for a while, if at all. Um and compared to the, uh, well, Shordai, who's been down on his luck, and Takakesha, who's been a bit all over the place. Mm. Well, he only made Ozeki really um, yeah, recently and went straight um, 11 4. So, yeah, yeah this is definitely his, his first time, Kataban. And I just am really worried because to have done no training and to let your body get into that condition and to not be able to for the very reason that you're not doing any being the shoulder in the first place. It just doesn't, doesn't look I, great. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him out there uh, a little bit out of shape, un- under-conditioned, just trying to find those eight wins. Yep, yep. Well, speaking well, of Carnivan, <laughs> Short Eye's got a big old one. He didn't go 6-9. He went 5-10. He wasn't a fan of wins at all this time around, he didn't, you know, we saw him in March just put in such a massive effort yeah. at the end. And I think he tried this time around, but he didn't succeed, did no. he? <laughs> Look, I think Short Eye and the, uh, well, I can speak for the Western Sumo audience, we're all a bit emotionally exhausted <laughs> after March. Yeah. May 5-10 really struggled to find form, struggled to give me personally, a reason to think there was light at the end of this very, very dark tunnel. Yeah. And what about biblically? The scriptures are out. We will be consulting them as we move in <laughs> closer, though. I don't know. Look, Ivan, Ivan consulted he's, the He's been yet. forsaken. <laughs> well, perhaps. I wouldn't go that far yet, but let's, uh, let's keep a close eye on the good book. He has been training. He wants to put on weight, apparently, he wants to get a bit bigger, and he wants to work, he did say, he wants to work on his high touch yard. Yeah, now I, I saw him say this, and he doesn't need to go any higher. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He stands too tall. I think he should work on a low touch <laughs> Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, I think that's what he was saying. Oh, it's in to work on it is. Yeah, make oh, it lower. I thought he was working on getting it higher. <laughs> I'm like, he's just going to be punching up towards the clouds. I don't think it could be much higher. No, I was going to say. No, no, I think he wants to work on the fact that his touchy eye okay, is too good. high right. and bring it down. And well, that I makes think more that's, sense. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I thought you were joking. No, no, I just did not understand what yep. he was saying there. But that's yep. sometimes Short Eye and I, we have that kind of misunderstanding. Yeah, yeah. It's a cultural <laughs> thing, I think, yeah. Whereas Short Eye and I, we, yeah, we commune on the same plane. Yeah. So how difficult is it to change your touchy eye is what that brought up for me because I was thinking of it already for Takakesho. If you did have to change how you came in, I mean, obviously that's a big part of training and that's what they're 
you know, what they talk about and, and work on with their oil cutter. And if it's a big problem in their sumo, they have to change it. But I do, I do wonder about how you go about doing that. I think he's identified though, where the wheels have been falling off his bouts recently. And especially last Basho, he's being taken back quite easily. And with, we have seen short, I historically find success on the back foot, but now he's just getting swamped a bit, mm. being moved back maybe a bit out of control. So, yep. yeah, look, I mean, it's going to be hard work for him this time around, no doubt, but I believe. Yeah, and if he puts on weight and goes lower, that should uh, probably fix that. have a positive effect and we'll look forward to him uh, going back to getting rid of his Kataban status. Let's move on to Sekiwake on the oh, east side, Wakatakakage. Yeah, he really steadied after looking... Uh, a little bit dodgy in the basho after his Yusho. His wins, uh, he went nine and six. There was one Fusen show, but that's that's all right. We'll give him that. Um, overall, you know that Wakataka Kage, he's only been in 31 basho in his whole career. Like he's, he's just still really finding his mm. way and finding his form. And all of a sudden he's right up the top. He's got a Yusho. He's... Um, yeah. really setting himself in in stone and and writing the history books here and so I, I'm really I'm really really glad that he stayed at Sekiwaka this time around and gave himself another go. Absolutely good to see. On the other side we have Daisho. He went eleven and four from Komasubi. Jun Yusho, runner up to Terunofuji, of course, and the Shokunsho, the outstanding performance, couldn't have gone to a nicer guy. <laughs> yeah, Daisho, well done, an absolute blinder. It's his fifth time returning to Komasubi. So I would say that his, um, his issue at the moment is probably consistency. He just keeps popping in and out of Sanyaku. And then uh, when he goes a little bit lower, his form's really good. And then he'll pop out again. He's been Komasubi six times. This is his sixth time. So, he, yeah, he just can't stay there. He has been in Tekiwake in 2019, but still. He didn't stay there long, though. He, no. he left straight away. I feel this is a bit of a crossroads for Daisho. A, a good performance at Sekiwake, uh, Kachikoshi would really uh, stamp his name on 2022. Yeah, absolutely. And he ended up taking the position of Abi, who was Sekiwake and who is now Komasubi West. He went seven and eight. He lost the last two days against Kodunawaka and Wakatakakage. So with a losing record with the Makakoshi, it makes sense that he drops down to Komasubi. He, he had to. Sekiwake felt a little bit yeah. high. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know his return to the top division was sensational, but Sekiwake, come on. It's interesting. You are, He either runs, um, like rolls over someone and they're just really like, whoa, or somebody really has his measure. It's sort of starting to me to feel like a return to the way he was when he was up here before. And it's starting to balance Balance out a little little bit. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely. Uh, the other Komasubi Hoshoryu who posted an eight, seven winning record back in May, Look, I think it was a good basho for Hoshoryu. He did uh, lose on the final day against Kirabiyama. A 9-6 would have been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, Kirabiyama was in such good form though. He just, he had a blinder as well. So Hoshoryu losing to him was okay, but I think there were some other disappointing losses in there. When he looks good, he looks so great, but some of his losses are things that 
that I think he can definitely work on. But he stayed at Komosubi. That's the reality. That's what appears on paper. He got his kachikoshi and here he is again fronting up to give it another shot. They didn't make any more Komosubi slots. Yeah, look, I've got a very, very simple way to solve this. Mm -hmm. If you if you do well, make more Komosubi slots. I... It I shouldn't mean, be an exclusive club. We've had yeah. four in recent memory. Yeah. Why are we holding back? Yeah. The other thing it would do is allow more of the Jurio people who did well to yeah. come up. So we'll hear later that, well, I'm going to tell you right now, Hidnumi um, at Jurio 1 with a Kachikoshi did not go up. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just cascades down. Yeah. I'm sure there's some guys in car park sumo who aren't going up to whatever the next <laughs> division is. Um. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we'll move straight on to M1. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk so, about these guys who um, probably, well, it would have been lovely if they had have been Komasubi as well. Well, look, so we've got Kirubiyama who posted a 10-5 at Maegashiro 2 and Takanosho who went 11 and, and 4. Again, uh, that's another Rikishi who gets that Junyusho runner-up. Uh, both find themselves at M1. Look, I, I did have to go back and have a look at Sumo DB. Just in terms of Rikishi who fought from M2 and got a 10-5, mm-hmm. uh, who historically hasn't been promoted to Sanyaku. So I didn't actually have to go back too far because in 2020, November, Daisho posted a 10-5 at Maegashira 2 and went to M1. Yeah. Where he then went on from M1 to go 13-2 and win the U-Show. Oh, right. So <laughs> That was his lead-up. It was his lead-up. But before that, you've got to go back to uh, a Rikishi who is very familiar to all of us. That's Futa Sagawa back in 1942. <laughs> oh, uh, really? Oh, look, I mean, Futa. Love that guy. Oh, we loved him. So he also uh, went uh, 10-5 at M2 and only found himself at Maegashira 1 the next time where he went 8-7. and seven. Yeah, look, I've, I've heard uh, different explanations on why they mightn't open up slots. It costs the JSA more to pay the Sanyaku extra, but fix it with your food and beverage offer. Well, just, well, let me finish this thought. Start selling booze. Yeah, put booze back on the menu for sure. It evens out. And maybe make a special for Komasubi lunch idea for Komasubi bento. And oh, that's an amazing idea. Make it a feature. So you're not even talking about let's go cost neutral. We're going to be making make money. money. Make money. Make money, and then get all four of the cutouts together. Yeah. And you, instead yeah. of I mean, endo, is... endo's boring to put your head through and <laughs> take a photo. Endo I, is I, old news. I, I almost don't want you to go into too much more detail because these kind of ideas you need to pay for. <laughs> I've got ideas. I know you've got ideas. I think they're very, very good. I just don't want to give them to the JSA for free. Who would the four be that you'd have your photos taken with? I can't get this out of my mind now. Hoshori, Abi, Kirabiyama, and Takanosho. Yeah. I'd get I'd I'd find three friends to to get in there. You oh, could, easily, I mean you'd be taking easily. the picture. Oh, yeah. You could you could go in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean I'd almost consider, you know, my Photoshop skills enough that I could stitch together two of our heads poking through two at a time. <laughs> I just did that with the bananas in pyjamas because I went up to the uh, 
Sydney offices of the ABC where I work and they have a thing where you can put your head in the oh, bananas yeah. in pyjamas, but I didn't have any friends there with me. So I took a photo of uh, me and both and put them together. Wow, that is the definition of loneliness. Yeah, it was really <laughs> sad. So we are robbed of more komasubis, but uh, I, I I have no doubt Kiribayama and Takanosho will turn it on in July mm-hmm. and make a very good argument why they should be getting those branded bento boxes into the cafeterias <laughs> at the uh, at the stadium along with some kind of uh, delicious sake and fresh beer. Yeah. Takanosho sake. No. Okay, we okay, can, we can no, workshop that. No, no. I am thrilled that Takanosho went well though. Yeah, Finally, bit of form from him. He was really um, challenging for the U show. Everyone was very excited about that. He felt pressure again. Again, He felt the thrill of sumo. He felt the love of the win. He recaptured, I would say, the vibe of sumo. Oh, completely agree. Let's move on to the Maya Gashira 2 position. Kodnawaka on the east side, Ichinojo on the west. So Ichinojo, this is a bit of an inter- interesting one. Of course, he was out in May due to COVID, so he posted a 0-0, 15 days off score. Now, normally when a ricochet misses due to COVID, they maintain their rank. Mm. Yeah, they dropped him. They dropped him. Now, this is right, isn't it? He was Mike Shira 1 yep. west, and he's now 2 west. So, so instead of making Komasubi slots, yeah. they punish someone for having COVID. I mean, it's ridiculous. That's not right, is it's it? It's not right. Poor Odishinojo. He's writing a sternly worded letter to the JSA, that's for sure. The only other alternative to this situation, could you have three Maegashira 1s? Is there oh, a yeah. bento box system that we could have to support a third Maegashira 1 position? Oh, probably. You probably. shouldn't be punished for having COVID. <laughs> no, it, it encourages ricochets to turn up sick. Yeah. Yeah. We to don't want that. Not tell anyone. Not tell anyone. Like <laughs> yeah. Poor Odishinojo. Mm. Um is that his second time around for COVID? Yeah, I think this is his second bout. Oh, he's mad for it. Poor thing. And he's dropped. But at least he's only dropped to Amagashira 2. I guess we'll see how he goes. Kodnawaka, this is his highest rank. So he has gone from Amagashira 2 west to Amagashira 2 east with a 9-6. He was looking very threatening and stumbled a little bit along the way, but the young Big fella. Yeah, I mean, it look, we'll see great things from him. He's building, isn't he? You really feel like the solid foundation is there for Kodnawaka. The rest of 22 uh, is his, I would say. Let's move on to Maegashira 3. Tamawashi went 9-6. Ah, it's like a it's like a fine wine, isn't it? <laughs> Enjoying he is Tamawashi. A fine wine. He's a fine wine. Yeah, he's matured. He's rich in flavour. Oh, he he's... has subtle Yusho notes. <laughs> Well, the 9-6, he would absolutely take that. He ran ramshot over some people and uh, then tripped up a little bit, but, but pretty good. Before we move on, though, rewarded with what? A move across oh, the Banzuke. Oh, hang on a minute. From yeah, just east to, uh, west, west to, to east. For a 9-6. Mm. Disrespectful. There this was is a, all because of the Komasubi slots. If we had have done Guess the Banzuke, we would have oh. been yelling already because there is a real chokehold up nah, here. There's, I mean, this is why there's no point in doing it. Yeah, yep. All you can do (laughs) is just look at the lunacy and try to make some uh, sense out of it. This makes me feel absolutely justified in not doing it because I would have popped those slots in pronto. Like the first thing I would have done would be like, donk, donk, they're there. And the whole thing would have been wrong. Yeah, it's a waste of time. (laughs) Uh, Ura on the other side, Maegashira 3, he impressed me. 
Yeah, I've you been, were I've so down bit, on him. I've been a little bit cold on his sumo, but I thought it looked a lot more positive last time. And maybe as his opponents start to work out that that low touchy eye of his and off the long run up, it's forcing Ura now to evolve this new style of sumo. And he was rewarded with a nine five. He obviously missed the last few days. Yeah, two was days. in you show contention, you'd say. Yeah, I mean he was he was certainly up there. I can't remember what his injury was and I, I tried to go back and look and I ran out of time. But um, he certainly threw himself around Yeah, enough. he did, didn't he? Uh, I'm, I'm sure it was some kind of leg injury. And, yeah, moving up to Magashira 3 from 6, um, well, you know, he's in the danger zone there. He is right in the danger <laughs> It'll zone. tell us straight away whether that injury is okay. Maegashira 4, we have Wakamoto Haru, the elder brother of Wakataka Kage, Wakamoto Haru at Maegashira 4. This is his highest rank. So great. He's in his fourth basho in the top division, has posted 9-6 th- uh, in his first three, Makuchi. Can you believe 10 years after his sumo debut? Oh, just... Fantastic. Yeah, it speaks to the hard work, the perseverance, just the stoicism of Wakamoto Haru. Yeah, we love him. There's no secret there. And he's now getting to participate in like big digekos. I know that Wakataka Kage uh, hosted a whole lot of people because he's the, the senior rikishi at the stable. And so Wakamoto Haru was involved now and got to fight Abi and Hokuto Fuji and Kiribayama and um, all the people who usually come to those. And he's just in He's just in it now, isn't he? So he's at Maegashira 4, his highest rank. What happens now? Does he stall out? Oh. Is there something, I mean, is Kachikoshi a possibility for him, do you think? Well, now you start to think about the people that he's going to fight and there's no easy wins. Absolutely <laughs> not an easy win around, Yeah, and with his style, with his um, forward, honest style, he'll he'll come up against... Some people with the same style but who are possibly stronger. Exactly. Like Tamawashi who come up uh, against some tr- tricksters like Ura. He obviously won't be fighting uh, Wakataka Kage at all, but Kiribayama, mm. Takanosho, it's just a real trial for him now. But if I feel like I understand, we we don't hear about every insight into their, their mental state, but if I think I understand a bit about him, I feel like he's relishing this. Mm chance. I feel like he's excited about this possibility. Well, we mightn't be able to speak definitively about <laughs> Wakamoto Haru's feelings, but I can speak about mine. Yep. And I'm very much looking forward to, <laughs> to, to seeing how he goes against, uh, especially the son, Yaku. Now, a bit of bad news on the other side for Takiyasu fans though. Yeah, he has COVID. Uh, he and another lower division, uh, Rikishi and his stable, I saw this, or it came out on Tuesday. Uh, it's currently Wednesday, and then we've got another week and a half before the basho. So um, people are generally getting cleared in a week, a week and seven, to ten eight, days, nine yeah. days. But if there's anything we're really starting to see, and this applies to Ichinojo as well, and I guess all the other slew of Rikishi who've had COVID, it affects people in very different ways and can really, really hang around. For a long time. Well, and it also really disrupts your preparation for a basho. So, you know, it's basically at least a week knocked out of your preparation. It's a massive shame because 
if there's one thing Takayasu loves, it's Degeko. He loves going to uh, other stables and he's the senior guy, you know, he's got so much experience and he he really loves teaching the younger guys and, and working with them and just making them sweat and rolling them down mm. and having these matches. And he was doing that. He'd been to, um, he'd been on a tour of several Haya. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's how you get COVID. And he got COVID from it. Uh, yeah, so he will hopefully retain his rank of M4 if he, if he is forced to pull out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rough stuff for Takiyasu. Let's move on to Maegashira 5. Endo uh, went 7 and 8. Makakoshi, back in May, slips down one spot. Some sense of logic in this uh, crazy banzuke. On the other side, Sadunumi, another star of May. 11-4 Junyusho, another runner-up to Terunofuji, has a huge jump from Maegashira 12 up to Maegashira 5 to join Endo. Yeah, that was a pretty, pretty big jump. But 11-4, he got the Kanto show as well. Sanumi just absolutely loving life at the moment. It's great to see him up here. I'm so interested. Yeah, look, I mean, I think through 2022, I thought let's enjoy Sanumi as he makes a slow and graceful exit from, you know, the top part of uh, Sumo. We must listen to the podcast and he heard you say that. Oh, he was having none of it. I mean, he looked so, so good. Confident, fast, powerful. Can't wait to see what happens for him in July. Let's move on to Maegashira at six now. Aoyama. Yes. Big jump from Maegashira 11. Yeah. He went 10 and five and he only really lost in May to people uh, who were really informed. So Sadunumi, as we mentioned, Wakamoto Haru was going really well. Hoshoryu, he's Komasubi. He lost to Midori Fuji, who was in good form as well. So Aoyama looking really um, positive, moving forward and just able to get all those wins. He did look really good. I mean, Maegashira 11 for Aoyama in medium form doesn't really feel right. I think this is the part of the Banzuke he should be in. Yeah. Um, yeah, he'll make that that middle part of the uh, Banzuke quite competitive, I think. On the other side at Maegashira 6, we have Tobi Zaru, who unfortunately went Makakoshi back in May, posted a 7 and 8, so slips down from Maegashira 5 to find himself at Maegashira 6. I thought his sumo was very, very good last time. Yeah, we really enjoyed it. Even when he loses, it's fun to watch flying all around the day. True. For me, though, I think what happened in May, the the fun wasn't so much part of it. Mm -hmm. I felt like he was just nose to the grindstone, Mm. working really hard, doing very consistent sumo. I mean, he was fast and dynamic. That's his signature. But there was no meme sumo. I thought he was very, very good. I really felt like something changed last time, like he matured or, or something's just clicked where trust his own strength a little bit. Uh, and I felt I felt he was very, very unlucky uh, to post seven and eight. Well, if that was his goal in the first battle when he sort of found that new way of, that new style, then mm. he can only get better at it. He can only perfect it. I hope so. And develop I hope it. So. Yeah. so maybe that's the upside there. Tobizaru at Magashira 6. At 7, we have Okunumi. 
On the east side, he, he finished pretty strongly. He did. He finished with five wins in the last five days. Really, really found some form. And jumps from Maegashira 10 to be up at Maegashira 7. So great news for Okonomi fans. On the other side, though, Hokuto Fuji. Coming off a very disappointing 5 and 10 at Maegashira 3. At Maegashira 7 now. Hokuto Fuji has this thing where he bounces up into the upper ranks. Sometimes, well, very rarely, but has done it in the past. Sanyaku and just loses it a little bit. Yeah. He's, he's very reliant on his touchy eye. Yeah. And, you know, we saw it again last time. The touchy eye just wasn't quite sharp or fast enough and couldn't keep himself in the bouts long enough to find a way to win. Yeah, just taking advantage of yeah. uh, too quickly. We've commented that the longer he stays in, the more likely perhaps he is to, to lose. To, yeah. And yeah. He just, yeah, he just struggled. And it's a real shame to see him go five and ten. I'm still a big Hokuto Fuji fan. And at seven, maybe a little bit easier for him to do well. But I, I still feel like we, we might see him struggle here unless he, he has a bit of some kind mm. of shift. He's been training. He's been at Degeko. I know he's uh, been at a few different stables. So uh, hopefully he'll he'll find some inspiration from that. Absolutely. Mike Shira eight now. Tochino Shin, he... Uh, Put up an 8-7 at Maegashira 9 and moves up one spot into Maegashira 8. It was an interesting basho for Tochinoshin. The the 8-7, his 15 days were bookended by three losses. So he started with three losses and ended in three losses. Still managed to put up an 8-7. So he had quite a good run yeah. through the middle. Yeah. Just at the start and the end were a bit flat for him. Uh, still so good though. Oh, he's so great. He and his companion at M8, Nishikigi, mm. uh, to that very different circumstances, very different styles of sumo. Um, but both of these guys, I had kind of thought, you know, they're on the way out, they're older, they're sort of starting to move down. And both of these had eight, seven records, but it doesn't quite uh, reference oh, how well they did in May mm. and how much fight and how much spirit they're continuing to show despite having a really tricky time of it. Tochinoshin for injury and Nishikigi for either injury or lack of form. I mean, he was yeah. he was back in Jurio in 2020 and now, you know, struggled there for a while and now has uh, posted five straight kachikoshis. Yeah, it's, it's quite extraordinary what he's done. He's just done it very gradually through nine sixes and eight sevens, but now he's back at Maegashira eight. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a really, really great effort by Nishiki. I'm really impressed with these two. Tochinoshin just found some of those moves that worked for him and then also found some ways around the uh, positions that he was put in where usually he would do one of his big moves, but um, he was able to find something else to do. M8 is where it's at for me this time around. It's Tochinoshin and Nishikigi. Uh, let's uh, move on to Maegashira 9. Shimanumi. Yes. After unfortunately going Makakoshi back in May, slips from his M8 position to be in M9. But he had, with this wedding we spoke so much about, actually happened. Turns out his wife, uh, stay, or his fiance stayed with him after the Makakoshi. She's decided to support him no matter what. All of the planning came together. The photographer was there. The videographer was perfect. The cake was stellar and tasted great. So I hear. And, uh, Shimanumi, he's now a married man. His new wife, she's very supportive 
and she says, I can, uh, he says, I can really concentrate on Sumo now that she has my back. She is an excellent cook as well. So what, she didn't have his back before they were married. I mean, this feels to me like a hostage situation. No, no, no. he couldn't concentrate on his Sumo before they got married. Now that she has my back. Hmm. Because he didn't have her. I can really concentrate on my Sumo now. Hmm. We'll see. Flip it. We'll f- <laughs> I need flip to flip it. it. All about her and her support of yes. him. Definitely a kachikoshi and she can cook. Well, look, if Shimonoumi could do seven and eight with all of that pressure, yeah. <laughs> complete inability to concentrate, I think July is going to be very good for him. All he has to do now are the, the thank you notes. Yeah, well, oh, God, okay. Uh-oh, what font is he going to use? Oh, jeez. All right, well, we will talk more about that, I'm very, very sure. The other Mike Sheeran 9 was Koto Echo, who posted a 6-9 after a pretty good start uh, in May. Slips from Mike Sheeran 7 down to this Mike Sheeran 9 position. No yeah, song. No song. It was day 13 when our hopes and dreams were shattered. We realised we wouldn't be able to sing along to the Koto Echo Gambare song. But fingers crossed for next time. We need to hear that song. We cannot go much longer without <laughs> it. Let's move to Magashira 10. On the east side, it's Chiatairu. He went all right. He went 8-7. Got a bit of a bump. He came up from Magashira 13. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Look, sometimes you feel like in putting together this Banzuke, they get to this point and they're like, oh, Chiatairu? I wonder if he benefited from Maysay. So on the west side is Maysay. We know that in March he had the absolute disaster basho. So he went 114 and that one win was on the first day. Now he managed to scrounge together a kachikoshi. And I wonder if it's not a reward but a bit of Maysay shouldn't be down this far. Maysay gets a bump. I would love nothing more than this kind of reward system yeah, where you did it's bad. It's not that, is it? <laughs> no, no. I, I would love it if like, okay, you did really badly. You did eight, seven. Here's a little bump for you. Yeah. But then, you know, bumping someone up too high. So are you suggesting that that Chiataru got caught up in the Meisei Banzuke jet stream? Yeah, because he was the up. other Magashira 13. Yeah, okay. I didn't know that and could happen. And he also went eight, seven. And so if they put Meisei up, they had to put him up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I wish it was more like this, but it's not. Uh, Maegashira 11, Kodashaw for, posted a six and nine. Uh, so slips down from Maegashira nine down to this Maegashira 11 position, but better news. Midori Fuji, nine, six at Maegashira 16 last time. Quite a nice little bump up for him there for, uh, Midori Fuji to find himself at Maegashira 11. Yep, he is approaching his uh, previous highest rank of Maegashira 10 before his injury. I would have guessed higher than that. Yeah. Yeah. He did Interesting. Yeah, just Interesting. 10. Yep. Me too, actually. Uh, his injury was the back um, and he went all the way down to Jura and, and stayed there for, for quite a while. But I feel like it could be next time, September, it could be his highest rank. Okay. Let's do it. It's my at 12, Teretsuyoshi. Uh, was a bit disappointing, struggled to find consistency, posted a 5-10, seeing him slip down from his previous position of Maegashira 8. Tagara Fuji, wow, this is the uh, this is the grim rank, isn't it, Maegashira 12? Because Tagara Fuji went 4-11 at Maegashira 7. What do you make of this? Lowest rank since 
July 2017. Yeah. I mean, he's been in sumo a long time, so that's not his whole career or anything like that. Five years. But, yeah, five whole years. And it's only M12 as well. It actually says to me that he's been doing pretty well. Well, he has been doing very well, often fighting up around the, you know, top to the top of the middle of the Maegashira ranks. I would say this is his lowest rank since his children have been born. Oh, they're taking mm. taking mm. too much of his time. They are, maybe. Yep. I need to give Dad a bit more time to train. <laughs> <laughs> Terutsu Yoshi. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he was hankering yeah, a lot. Oh, God, it was he wasn't pretty bad, wasn't finding it? success with the quick moves and um, people sussed him, sussed him out a little bit. Maybe a little bit Enho style, mm. but... With Enho, you kind of feel like he's wholly committed to that small style of, um, small man style of sumo. He has to do it, Enho. He doesn't have a choice. Teretsuyoshi sometimes, like Ishira, fluctuates between the two. Yeah. And sometimes that that could be the problem. Maybe he needs to commit one way or the other, but yeah, whatever mm. he's, he's doing right now isn't working. It could be the run between doing Teranofuji's Doyo Iri. <laughs> And trying to get back. But that was more Bidori <laughs> Fuji's problem this time around. Well, no, and it's true. And at Maegashira 12 now, it might factor in yes, for him. that's right. Well, let's move on to Maegashira 13, Ichiyama Moto. Great to see him get a Kachikoshi in May 8 and 7. So moves from Maegashira 15 up to that rank of Maegashira 13. On the other side, Chiyoshoma. Yeah. The new honest Rikishi uh, went 6 and 9 at Maegashira 11. And only one hanker for him. Only one hanker. It was on day eight. We gave away the prize. Um, that was a surprise to me. I thought he was. I thought we were going to have to. We we didn't lay down the hanker rules very well, actually. <laughs> so we, we, I was we ready didn't. to give away. I don't know six t-shirts or something <laughs> like that. But he came through for us. Chiyoshima just did the one. It's Yamamoto. That's his highest rank. Making sure a third. Is it really? Wow. There you go. His fourth yep. basho back after a brief slip back to Jurio, but uh, looking positive, and it's. I like seeing him here. Yeah, I do too. I would want him to do well at this rank. You know Me what too. I mean? Yep. Maegashira 14, we're down to Myogiryu, who went 6 and 9 at Maegashira 12. Uh, and on the other side, Tsurugisho, he's our first Jurio. Uh, what do you call it? Promotee? Promotee. Is that a word? Not sure. He posted a 10-5 at Jurio 2. How do you feel about Tsurugisho being back? Yeah, I've been thinking about my feelings about him because I was a, a, a dedicated Tsurugisho fan when he was in Mokuchi before and yeah. pretty upset when he, upset might not be the word, but uh, sad for him when he moved <laughs> down to, to Juria. But somewhere, some time along the way I've lost it a little bit for him. So I, I feel like this is my time. July, Nagoya Basho is my time to recapture the Tsurugisho vibe. He's come up from Jurio 2 with a 10-5. He did kind of lose it at the end. He, he was in the Yusho race. He did. So I wonder if you just couldn't consult Sumo DB. When was the last time he was up in uh, the Makuchi ranks? I feel like it's been at least six months. It was. Did he come up in January for one, for one Basho? Tsurugisho, am I looking at the right person? Yep. Yeah, okay. He was up in January for one basho and then in September last year for one as well. Right. I feel like he's been in Juro forever. Yeah, me too. It's Interesting. Not the case. Well, I mean, obviously didn't do too well in those appearances. <laughs> no. Uh, will be interesting to see how he goes at Maegashira 14. Miyogiryu, oh, let's move on. Maegashira 15, Onosho, who uh, 
was at Marga Shira 5 could only put up a two win, four loss, nine day off after going Qjo on day six. Suffered a broken rib. Yeah. Early on. Can't fight with a broken rib. You cannot. I can't remember how long it takes to recover from that either. I don't know if they said at the time, but I mm. feel like it's longer than well, you can't. To July. You can't um, isolate it or what do you? No. no, you've just got to wait. I think Tucker Kesho said it well. He, he said you've got two knees, two elbows, one neck, and amount of ribs. And yeah. I, I agreed. Yeah, and when one's broken, you just fight with the other ones. Hang on, two, four. Six, oh, that's eight, gross! Feeling your rib. Ten. Oh, stop doing that. He's feeling his Where ribs. Where do they stop? Yuck. Oh, that hooking your fingers underneath the bottom one. I think I've got eighteen. Well, don't people have different numbers of ribs? You can have. Fewer. Oh no! Really? Yeah, you can have fewer. Do ribs. you count the back? What ribs? about the floating rib? There's okay. a floating rib. Well, they, I, I, I don't want to know about that. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> What's stopping it from floating into your insides? Yeah, great question. Great question. Oh, no, sure. <laughs> when you've broken your rib and you are fronted up against who does he have on day one? Oh, is the other, Mike Shira yeah. 15. How do you feel about someone smashing into your body when you're still, I mean, I guess the bruising's gone, but, you know. No. How's the rib? And I think rib's one of those things, I think it's a bit of a confidence thing too. Yeah, yep. You know? It's such a pity because he was in such great form. Yeah, he was show. going well. He, he was, was really finding ways not to um, get rolled to, to the well. ground. And that's a very positive thing for uh, Ono Shaw. Oho uh, went 6-9 at Maegashira 14. Pretty lucky. Got away with it here. Absolutely. Only slipping down one rank. It's important for him just to rack up as many basho as he can at this top division. So I'm not really expecting him to set the world on fire, but it's all a learning experience for the young Rikishi. Maegashira 16, Yutakiyama. Yeah, so he went six and nine. Started off well. I was flush with hope for him and sort of recapturing some of the old winning vibes. But then, yeah, just couldn't hold through and got the Makakoshi. So he's moved down the more normal two places yeah. from um, 14 to 16. Just, yeah, not not finding form yet. No, absolutely not. On the other side, though, great news, Diamami. Uh, coming up from Jurio 6, 11, 4. It's great. I mean, he looked very, very good back in May. I yeah. loved his sumo. Yeah, yeah. Daimami really grows on you, I think. Yeah. He's, he's just a guy that I enjoy watching. That 11, 4 was, was really fun to watch. Uh, came up from, from Jurio 6, um, as you said. Uh, after six Mokokoshis in a row, Dropped all the way from Magashira 13. So he's, he's done his time. Six in a row. Um, some of them were, you know, seven eights, but that still counts. Oh, yeah, it still does. It's still bad. Shouldn't, but it does. <laughs> but now you've found, he was in the Yusho race, mm. Jurio Yusho race as well, and uh, pulled through at the end to just pop, just so, there weren't many uh, Jurio guys who came up. There were uh, no, well, three's not three bad. in the end. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's move on to that third one at Magashira 17 and our final rank in Bakuchi, we four. have... There's four. Four? Okay. Well, that's even better news. Nishiki Fuji, 11-4 uh, Yusho from Jurio 6 uh, back in May. Now, why did Daimami go on top here? That's crazy. That is a bit crazy because Nishiki Fuji got the Yusho. I mean, Daimami was coming from Jurio 6 East, but I think a Yusho should... 
should trump, trump that yeah. advantage. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, come on, how do you explain this? Well, it's it's this a hard a rank to go to as well because yes. Nishikifuji, if he ends up Makakoshi, he'd go straight back well, down. But if he ends up Makakoshi at 16, he probably wouldn't. Well, think about a 7 and 8 at 16. Second chance. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. That's what I mean. Yeah. I know, I was backing you up. Thank you. <laughs> this is madness. It. I hadn't actually thought of that until I saw it right then. Well. No good for Nishikifuji. No. Well, I mean, it's good to see him back. It is. And do you know who else it's good to see back at Magashira 17? Chia Murray. Well, hang on. I, I might need to correct myself there. We haven't seen Nishikifuji in Makuichi. Yeah. He's on debut. Oh, yeah. He's not back. When did you? Oh, you said back. Yeah, I yeah. said back. Yeah. He's not back. No. He's, it's his first time. Yeah. <laughs> and look, he's been working away in Jurio, not really setting the world on fire. I'm... I'm I'm wondering whether this is his time. He's 25. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of sumo in front of him. But, uh, look, coming in off the Yusho win, confidence is going to be high. Some good rikishi down there, though. Yeah, there are, actually. Yep. It was leaked that he was in Makuchi as well, actually, because leaked. they put a, Isagahama put a picture up <laughs> with the ranks uh, on the wall and... Everyone was like, oh, look, there's Nishikifuji. Is that true? He's up. Yeah, before Jeez, the Banzuke so, came so out. That's so, good. That's great. <laughs> now, I interrupted you before, but the other Magashiro Oh, Mr. Sumo. Mr. Sumo. He's back. back. He's back. He went eight and seven at Jurio, one east. He was right up the top there. He just <laughs> managed to eke out that Kachikashi somehow, pushed a few guys over, and uh, here he goes. Jurio can't contain his sumo. <laughs> Do you know, it tries, but it just can't. Well, it contained it seven times, but <laughs> but not any more than that. No, didn't need to contain it any more than that. Great to see him back. Uh, he is certainly a gift to Sumo Chiamaru. Thank you. Uh, got a few other little bits of business to wrap up. Hidenumi. Yes. It's probably someone we need to talk about. Well, I just... I mean, it's not unlucky if there's no spots available. There's there's no luck involved there. It's just about the Komasubi slots and that's all. But uh, he was Jurio 1 West right next to Chiamaru and he was jumped correctly. Yeah, correctly. By Nishikifuji, Daimami yep. and Tsurigisho. Yep. So they were down lower than him, but they did way better. We're all victims of only having two Komasubi. Yeah, but we're also victims of not having Hidenomi in. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, we've lost. Sad times. Ryuden, he'll be uh, fronting up at Jurio 1, so a Makuchi return for him looks almost certain if he can continue that form. Uh, a couple of Rikishi back down in Jurio, Azamaru and Kotokuzan. Kotokuzan, he needs a little bit of time in Jurio, yeah, doesn't so. he? Yeah, I mean, he's he's in the same stable as Wakataka Kage, Wakamoto Haru. So he's surrounded by um, winners. He's surrounded mm. by support. He's surrounded by good practice. It didn't happen for him last time, but uh, I think he can have confidence that, that he's in a, a good environment. Absolutely. Uh, old mate Ishiura is at Jurio 10. Yes. So injury is, is just continuing to impact mm. on him and it's dropped him all the way down. I think he, he started his drop at Maegashira 5. Yeah, I think his highest high, rank. His highest rank. Mm. I mean, it's heartbreaking, but he, he will front up in July. I haven't heard that he won't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he'll, look, I mean, 
depending on how this injury is recovered, he'll slaughter them down there. Not the biggest guy, but he's very, very uh, adept at using his mm. body effectively. I think he'll he'll find his way back if these injuries aren't a concern. Kagiyaki, he also went down in Jurio. And then the mid-Jurio is actually where I'm really interested here. We have Chionokuni at Jurio 5, uh, Tokushori as well at Jurio 5, but then Jurio 6, Atami Fuji and Bushozan. I love that rank. Wow. Jurio 6 is often where the magic happens, don't you reckon? (laughs) Absolutely. History says it does. Yeah. That's where we saw some fireworks uh, in May and hopefully we'll see some from both those guys. Uh, Newly up to Jurio, the promotees, they're released really early. We knew about them already, but just a reminder, um, Oshoma won Makushita. Yusho, he's from Naruto Bayer and he is sure to be a powerhouse in the future. Hokuseiho, now he returns, but we can basically say he's in Jurio for the first time because he got COVID and he couldn't fight mm. the other time from Miyagino Bayer. Um, he um, is definitely I, one to look out for. Do you know, I need to be convinced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. I know fair there's enough. a lot of hype surrounding the Hakuho prodigy, but... Mm. Chiyosakae from Kokonoe Bea and Gonoyama from Takakuma Bea, which is ex uh, Goedo stable. Uh, he changed his name from Nishikawa in case you. Mm. What do you think of uh, Gonoyama? Gonoyama, I, it, it just doesn't roll off the tongue very nicely, does it? It's, I mean, I guess we don't see it very often, but because of Goedo, Goedo I think we're going to yeah. start seeing um, a lot more goes in there. And probably Gonos too. Yeah, Gono. Yeah. Mm. Asane Yama, he's back. That's the other big news in this Banzuke. Of course, we haven't mentioned him because he's not in Makushita. Uh, he's not in. Um, he's not in Makushita. He's not in Makuchi. <laughs> he's not in Jurio. Mm. He's in Sandanme. He is Sandanme twenty two. Well, I, I guess the only question really uh, about Asaniyama, the ex Ozeki, making his return, is how long is it going to take? Yeah. Will it be the Terran of Fuji slash uh, Abi? slash hopefully read and return? Probably. You'd have to think so. It's I mean, a long he's, time though, isn't he's it? He's practising and apparently he's doing yep. the um, what you would do as a Sundanme guy at the stable. He's, he's cooking the chunk or, you know, yeah. doing the work, doing yeah. the sweeping. Yep. But he's also practising really, really hard. Yeah. And if his body's in shape, you have to think that he would um, win quite a lot. And if he wins at Sundanme, Tandame 22, he mm. would be in Makushita. Yep. And someone we won't see on the Banzuke, and we'll talk more about this in our pre-Basho episode because we, you know, we need to give him a whole lot of credit for all the fun he's brought us, all the joys brought us through our time in Sumo. It's Shohozan. Pour one out for Shohozan. Yep. Have a big beer for that guy. What a great ambassador for the, for the sport. We'll talk more about it pre-Basho, but announce his retirement after slipping out of Jurio. I mean, what what can you say? Yeah. A legend. An absolute legend. So that's the Banzuke. Thank you for being with us for this episode where we go through it and we talk about all of our feelings, all of our sumo feelings. We'll be back uh, soon, just before the Basho starts, to talk everything getting ready. But we're very excited for July the 10th, very excited for sumo to restart in Nagoya for the Nagoya Basho. I'm Amy. I'm with Dave. Thank you. Bye.
Yeah, yeah, yeah.